Creature Podcast Engaged. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chipo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. I have a question and- for you. Yes. Real quick. I'm just okay. interrupting your flow already. <laughs> um, so the subs that we're watching now say Emissary of the Light. They do. Should I, should I change my intro? Hmm, that's a good question. The thing is, when I'm taking notes, I still use the words they use for the Crunchyroll subs. Like, I know they say Garden of Rainbows and Garden of Light, but I still use Field of Light and Field of Rainbows. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I will leave it up to you, Cassidy. I'll stick with Protector of the Light. I already made that tweet about it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Anyways, this is the podcast where we try to watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. <laughs> yes. And today, <laughs> we are watching episode two of Max Hearts. The freshman is a profound mystery, but is she really- Wait, no, was like, I messed up saying this. Let me try that again. Take two. It's a hard one to say. <laughs> yes. The freshman is a profound mystery, but she is really full of riddles. Also known as the new student is mysterious, the plot thickens. <laughs> I think I like I think I like the sub one better this time around. Yeah, I think I like it a little bit better. It's also easier to say than <laughs> the other one. Mm-hmm. Ah, but yes, we get more of the mysterious girl from last episode. The the profoundly mysterious freshman. Yes, she even has a name. Now, which we'll get right into, we will learn right as we get into the episode. Because we start with the blonde girl, where she's standing up on the hill overlooking the town. She's like, why am I here? Where is this? Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And what is this place? (laughs) And who is this Maria? (laughs) (laughs) You You always find a way to bring it back to Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> not the not Sonic Sonic, but the franchise Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, when is this podcast just going to become a Sonic the Hedgehog podcast? Uh, it's another show. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> she then hears a voice in her head. That is, it sounds like the queen. I wonder why. Yeah, could, it could, it could be anything. <laughs> really a mystery. The queen says this is the field of rainbows and that she is Akari, the light of life and all things. <laughs> yes, the light and life of all things. Generally just like a pretty cool person. <laughs> Go out and be chill. <laughs> uh, an encounter is waiting for her. They are waiting to meet her. Who could they be? Could be anyone. Could be anyone. <laughs> could be Akane. <laughs> could be 
Akane, because that's who she sees. This is the uh, renovations that she is doing for her. Uh, She's her putting up a uh, curtain rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a question about this uh, this new setup later. Yes. Akane sees Akari and kind of like looks at her and it, like starts to say like, oh, you know, the truck's not open yet. But then they just like stare at each other for a while mm-hmm. and we cut away. And we get the intro. Yeah, yeah. I figured out one of the reasons I don't like the intro nearly as much as the first one. Yeah. Um, is because one of my favorite parts of the intro is um, when they say in English, you're my best friend. Um, but now they say we have Max Hart. And it's worse. Oh, yeah, it is. Damn, how could they replace you or my best friend with crime? It's a crime. It's just not as good. It is not as good. I do like that it's like a little bit more like, I don't know, it feels like it, it's like going at a faster pace than the original, but it's not I think good. it's, I think they just added like an extra instrument or something. They yeah. changed it up a little bit. We cut to Nagisa's house. Yeah, Nagisa's mom was calling Nagisa out on having way too many snacks for just her and Honoka. Yeah, and there's, like, four cups on this tray. Like, two of them are mugs, and then two of them are, like, the tall glass. Mm -hmm. So, why does she need four glasses as well? Don't worry about it. Yeah. These, so, the snacks look like cookies to me, but when they go, when Nagisa goes into her room after telling her mom, listen, I'm gonna go study with Honoka, don't come into my room. Um... The wisdom, no, it's a senior elder, however you want to say his name. Mm -hmm. Uh, He says that they're uh, rice cookies. Rice crackers. Or rice crackles. They don't, I guess they are rice crackers. I don't know. They look like like chocolate chip cookies, kind of. Um, That's just what rice crackers look like sometimes. I was going to send you this picture of rice crackers, but uh, apparently it's too powerful for Discord. <laughs> so I'm just going to link you to this page on from the HEB website, which is a grocery store chain. Uh, Discord can't handle the power of uh, rice crackers. It's true. Uh, you could get a box, of, a 3.5 ounce box for about $2 of plain oh. rice crackers. Mm. They're gluten free. <laughs> Well, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have a gluten. Serving size, 18 crackers. <laughs> wow. 18. That's a lot of cracker. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Looking at these rice crackers, I can see where uh, where there are, there are rice crackers in the episode. Yeah. It also came up in another show that I've watched recently. Rice crackers, that is. Yes. I, f- I realized you meant you were just like watching a show where... Uh, there is rice crackers mentioned, but I was trying to like what podcast were you on? We were talking about rice crackers. Oh yeah, it came up in a tabletop roulette. No, <laughs> is it gonna be white rice crackers in the next cat D? Well, I'm only halfway through the movie, so maybe. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you literally getting, never know. I'm getting off topic. Already. Of course. I guess. <laughs> uh, yes, so she ends up back in her bedroom and she sets the tray down. Immediately, Wisdom and Elder start to fight over a cookie. Like, there's a bunch of them, and, but they both cracker. grab the same one. Cracker, cookie. <laughs> same thing, <laughs> really. They start grabbing the same cracker. 
fighting over it, even though there was a bunch of other crackers mm-hmm. on the in the like bowl. Mm-hmm. And Honka's like, not Honoka. Nagisa says, you know, just there's. <laughs> you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Got a case of the giggles, huh? <laughs> it felt like I was trying to talk faster than my mouth could keep up with. Uh, I, I have this weird energy right now, and I don't know what it is. Uh, it's called Freak Your Podcast and Cage. <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard about it. It's a podcast about the entire Pretty Cure franchise. <laughs> no, I've never heard about it. <laughs> Is it good? Uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, I think it's got like a, a 4.8 star rating. <laughs> Damn. Actually, let me see if that's true anymore. Yeah, 4.8 stars. From six ratings. I feel like we had to have our first episode where we were kind of coming back to it and we didn't have like the same energy and now we're just really back into it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. What was I saying before? <laughs> uh, Sorry, I went to type in Pre-Cure Podcast Engage on um, Chartable and I am seeing another podcast called Afterlife Being a Pre-Cure. Um, Hmm. Their art is just like a brick wall with those words just in front of the brick wall. Um, I don't know what this show is. I, what is that? I'm sending you a link. This is about Precure and how their life will change after they've been Precure with or without their, after their worlds are saved. It's trending well in Finland, Poland, and Denmark and Norway. Yeah. Or less so in Denmark. It came out of Denmark. I feel like they uh, need to rewrite their uh, summary. Just a little I bit. mean, the English may not be their first language. That's true. If it's uh, doing well in those... Uh... Oh, this also isn't up to date, because there are more recent episodes. There's an episode uh, just last week. February 2nd, Happy Precure Day in 2021. This is Precure 17th anniversary. Oh. Hold on a sec. Why... So they have the trailer, and then they have episode two. Are they counting the trailer as episode one? I don't know, because it looks like there was an episode one on um on Chartable. Oh, because I went to the uh, Apple po- Podcast. Yeah, I also went to the Apple Podcast. That's so weird. Let me check out their RSS feed. Let me dig into it. I mean, they're on Anchor, so maybe... Hmm. So it shouldn't be like a, a thing fell off the the list kind of thing. Yeah. Weird. Oh, the RSS feed is, uh... I don't think this is what it's supposed to look like. That's what RSS feeds look like. I was just trying to dig into the code to see if I could see if there was an episode missing or something. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, There, there is an episode one. It just isn't listed on Apple iTunes. Why? That's so weird. I don't know. Episode one's about Nagisa. Oh! It about Nagisa slash Cure Black, that what her future will come to her. Will her friendship will grow into a relationship between Honoka and Nagisa or not? Mm. The episode before that is um actually about the ship of Nagisa and Honoka. Okay, so this is the, why those two, those two episodes aren't on Apple Podcasts because they are exclusive to Spotify because they have music. Ah. Fascinating. Adjust glasses. Anyways, um, back to Precure. Yeah, back to our, our podcast. <laughs> so, because we, we are still in, like, the beginning of this episode. Yeah, we are very much at the beginning of this episode. 
So <laughs> Nagisa says, uh, only one each for them. Uh, and then the new fairy, the little tiny Seekin. orange one. We'll, we'll find out later that her name is Seekin. Takes a cracker and then Poland starts chasing her around the room because he wanted that cracker. No, I don't no. Know. What happened is that she took two crackers and Poland's like, no, oh. only one cracker per person. Oh, see, I thought she had just taken one and Poland was like, hey, I wanted that cracker. And I'm like, why can't these fairies just get another one from the bowl? No, Poland's fight? trying to be a good boy. Ah, <laughs> that's good. He's trying his darndest. Yes. So because the fairies are causing chaos, uh, Nagisa yells, and then she yells again, like scaring her mom in the other room. And when we look uh, back, we see that the, uh, the all the fairies like up against the wall <laughs> across the room from Nagisa and Honoka. And Honoka hands a glass to Nagisa to drink. Because she's just so upset. Yeah, it's, it's very hectic. And she thinks about last episode, so we get, we are back to uh, Nagisa. We capped in the last episode in her thoughts and memories. Mm-hmm. And her hopes and prayers. <laughs> uh, she thinks about how uh, new fairies are here and like, oh, why was there a cicada? You know, like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. They then ask an important question. They're like, hey, is it okay that you're here? What's gonna happen to the Field of Lights? And we learn that the Prism Hoppish has been uh, put into- Okay, I do want to say that yes. this that these subs do call it a Hopish. They spell out the word hope, I-S-H. See, I was looking at the subtitles, but I- Because I've called it the Prism Hoppish so many times- I'm like, oh, that's just the word I I'm need. absolutely for us just calling it the Prism Hoppish still- <laughs> um, but I just wanted to let people know that no, they, the subs did correct for this one uh, because it's not the Crunchyroll subs. <laughs> yes, it is definitely the hopeish, but you know we've, it's already it's well fifty one episodes in more than fifty one episodes if you count all of our bonus and Ben ten episodes. Oh, uh, it's about six. It would be sixty one episodes by the time of this episode total. Hmm. Yeah, so 61 episodes in. Why change? <laughs> but it is left in the hill for when they uh, perform the ceremony back during the mid-season finale of Fataiwa. Uh, and it is currently protecting the Field of Light. Uh, and they need to search the Field of Rainbow for clues right now. Because mm-hmm. all the clues about the Queen are here. I gave you all the clues, Mr. Policeman. <laughs> Um, I do think it's very cute that all of the fairies are snacking, including uh, Meeple and Mipple, uh, both of which you could just be going. You could just put them in their phone and swipe a card to feed them. But no, they got yeah. little glasses of juice. Yeah, it's very cute. The new fairy, uh, Sikun, is looking at herself in the mirror. She's not sure what it is. Like, what is this thing? And who is this Maria? <laughs> <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Why did you do it again? Uh, I don't know. Honoka's <laughs> uh, like, oh, she asks a lot of questions. Uh, and the elder is like, well, that's because she's the will of exploration and search. 
she's all she's very curious. She's got to search to search and ask about many things, and that's why she's so curious. Mm-hmm. She then asks, "Hey, where's the queen?" And the elders just like, "Oh yeah, the queen exploded." And that's probably why all of your stuff looks different now. Yep. You gotta collect the three elements and maybe she'll be restored. We have no idea. Yeah, we're not quite sure if that will, uh, you know, actually work. There's no way to know unless you do it. Yeah. Uh, Honoka wonders if the Dark King will also come back, the Jakku King. Well, because light and darkness are connected, the dark might have also changed. Yeah, something may have happened in the world of darkness. And if those with the with the power of darkness have appeared, that's even more reason to hurry. Mm-hmm. Because if they don't have the queen or the power of light, then darkness will eat the world again. Yep, so that's not good. There's only a limited amount of power left now that the prism stones are pouring their power out into the field of light to keep it safe. Well, they say like the the prism hopish and the the prism stones are gonna do that once the resid like the remainder of the queen's energy disappears. So it sounds like it's still running before it's going to switch to the backup generator. <laughs> and who knows how long that will take? Probably knowing anime, it'll uh, probably... Probably like 40 episodes. Yeah, I'm like, it's going to be like, probably near the end of the season. It'll be like, oh, we're running out of power. We gotta get the queen. We gotta find a 7-Eleven. Refill these tanks. <laughs> Get one of those pizza taquitos. <laughs> yeah? The only one who can stop it is the pretty cheers. The only hope. Yeah. You know, okay, actually, I, I wonder. Because there's been like 7-Eleven gun plaquettes. I wonder if there's been any 7-Eleven uh, Precure merch. Huh. I don't know. Do they have 7-Eleven in... I, I presume so, because why else would there be 7-Eleven Gunpla? You know, you got me there. Let me just Google 7-Eleven Precure. <laughs> Looking up so many things this episode. I'm going to send you a picture of the um the 7-Eleven Gundam real quick, just so you know about it. Thank you. This one is not too powerful for Discord. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... There's one of those, like, folder things for one of the Precure mm. movies that was apparently available at a 7-Eleven. Okay. Someone did some art on one of those, like, boards, you know, like a sandwich board things at a 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, of a Precure. Hmm. Okay. So Honoka asks the question, uh, what kind of things are the Queen's heart in life? Like, because they know what the hot tails are, the little fairies. But what, what's the queen's heart and life? Like, what, what do they look like well, if we're going to find them? they're the queen's heart and life. <laughs> and that's all we know. <laughs> yep, that's it. They're <laughs> not very good at this. Uh, th- also, uh, when they look uh, back, they see that Sukun has left the room. Poland's like, yeah, she went outside. <laughs> she went out the window. <laughs> She's gone. Because uh, she has left to go find where the queen is. We get a very brief cut to Hikari looking up into the sky before we get back to the pretty cures. Um, hmm. Sorry, I was looking at this the results search for stuff. I know I'm, I need to check something here. What, the, okay. what is this? Everything alright? Okay. Uh, no, okay. Uh, so I was looking at a thing that's like, oh yeah, there's four pre-cure characters that are representing 
Precure for like Tokyo 2020 merchandise Olympic stuff. Okay. Um, and the way they described it are is like Cure Miracle and Cure Magical from the original Pretty Cure series up here. <laughs> and I was like, that can't be right. No. No, they're from Witchy Precure. Ah, okay. I was like, they're not from the original Pretty Cure. And the other two are Cure Yell from Hug Toe and. Cure Star from Star Twinkle. That makes sense. Those are, well, outside of Healing Good, they, well, Healing Good, Healing Good started in 2020. Trying to remember time. (laughs) They were the two most recent ones before Healing Good. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they picked the, uh, witchy precure for the other two. They have cute designs, uh, in this, like, layout that shows them next to a bunch of Shonen Jump characters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also Jibanyan. Nice. So they're looking for Siku. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'll close these tabs. It's okay. <laughs> Listen, as long as we're talking about Pretty Cure, we're still kind of on track. Yeah. We've been on track this entire time, then. <laughs> yes. We haven't talked about anything that's not Pretty Cure related, I don't think. Um, I don't think so, no. Yeah. Well, we talked about rice crackers. We did talk about rice crackers, but that was only because I wasn't sure what if those are actual rice crackers or because they looked like cookies to me. And then I learned that rice crackers just can look like that. Mm-hmm. So it was related to the episode. So anyway, Hikari's out in the streets. Yeah. The Kira's try to find Secret and then see Hikari again. She says she's felt like she's known them for she's known them from a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And they're like. We don't know you, though. We don't know who you are. I'm Hikari, or at least that's what that voice told me. <laughs> like, what? She's like, yeah, it was a warm, kind voice. And then, like, the wind kicks up and, like, blows a bunch of flower petals into their faces. The uh, two pretty curious. Mm-hmm. As Hikari's like, I feel like you two will teach me more things. And then she disappears. Yeah, <laughs> God. And uh, Meeple and Mipple were like, hey, actually, she did feel kind of familiar. Yeah. <laughs> no one's sure what's going on. They're like, who is this girl? Damn, same. I actually know what's <laughs> going on. I understand what's happening here. <laughs> uh, the very next day, we cut to the next day in the morning, uh, where it seems that Wisdom and Elder are like, hey, we want to go out and search with the rest of you. To go find the hot tails. And Argus is like, absolutely not. You two will stick out like store thumbs? Yeah, the kind that you can find at 7 <laughs> Eleven. Not doing so well with talking tonight. It's alright, it's funny jokes time. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Uh, yes, Cassidy. Um, like, so every other person from the field of light that we've seen so far has like a funny phone mode yes why can't the elder turn into a phone huh i mean i guess the elder's technically probably not a fairy and maybe that's like a fairy specific thing but then that leads to the question of well then what is the elder huh a good question because like wisdom wisdom gets a pass wisdom's like a weird genie thing yeah hmm this also makes me wonder, if Poland's like the prince of the Field of Light, right? Uh-huh. That means he's the queen's son. Did the queen have a phone for him in the past? 
Uh, didn't she have like a coin form? Didn't we see her as a coin? Did we? Didn't that happen in like the mid season or something? Last season? Maybe. I don't remember a lot about the mid season finale. I remember Tanner was there. Yeah, Tanner was there. <laughs> Let me ask Tanner. See if they remember. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Tanner, if you're out there listening, let us know. Tanner, if you're out there listening, hi, how you doing? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Come back on our podcast. Yeah, just sort of, just like shoot me a text or whatever saying how you're doing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so after Nagi's <laughs> we're never going to get through this episode. Nope. <laughs> so after Nagisa uh, basically forces the two of them into her closet, she heads off to school, and who does she bump into? But that boy, he's back. He's older. He is. He's in high school now. He like he like actually does look older a little bit. Mm. He's wearing his new high school uniform. Nagisa thinks about how he looks good in it, but she doesn't say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she asked him about uh, playing soccer in high school, and he's like, yeah, I plan to be a regular, but it's going to be really tough. And hey, you're the new captain of the lacrosse team. That's really cool. Uh, Nagsa has her doubts, but he's like, no, 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 I think it was a good choice. And then he leaves. And then Honoka teases her. Yeah, <laughs> and Honoka appears to tease Nagisa about it. It's a good scene. Who knows if we'll see more of that boy, but... He did come back. That's a series wrap on Fuji P. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never see him again. He disappeared into the wind carrying soccer pedals very hard or whatever. <laughs> He's in high school now. That means he doesn't exist. <laughs> we see inside the school, the Pretty Curious and Shiho and Rina are watching the new students arrive. Mm-hmm. And among them, we see Hikari. She is also a... T- how... How did... How did she get into school? Like, what kind of paper? How did Chibiusa get into school? You know what? That's a good... That's a good point. I was going to say, she doesn't have any paperwork. She doesn't have any identifying things. How did she get into the school? But you know what? It's uh, magic, is the answer. Mm-hmm. I guess. Anything, you can do whatever you want if you're uh, a being from a different dimension coming into Earth. Uh, this is true. I'm going to talk about that later. Hmm, I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. So Hikari sees them like staring down at them as they walk inside. She smiles up at them. And Shio and Rina are like, hey, do you know her? And they're like, mm, not really. We kind of talked to her the other day. She's got such a mysterious aura. And now we feel... We see the young boy from the end of last episode because we, we should say not not at, not here at the school. Yeah, we go we go into the mansion in the woods. We're back in the mansion in the woods, uh, where the the, the butlers, Akana, are following, chasing. Following, they're chasing him around because following he's... with purpose. <laughs> yeah, because he's like I don't know five years old. He's a very young kid. Just causing havoc. Yeah, he's like playing tag with them and knocking everything over. Yeah. And then we see a cave. Just yet. Yeah. It's a dark cave. It's a cave full of dark gas. <laughs> yeah. And this, it's like a shadowy man appears. Mm-hmm. Who could that be? Who knows? Uh, well, we don't get a name for him. No, we don't get a name for him this episode. 
because uh, they do ask him who he is, and he's like, I'm not going to answer that question. Yeah, I got a name for him that I'm going to pitch to you. Um, that's okay. like about <laughs> as creative as any of the other names I've come up with villains <laughs> for this show. <laughs> Uh, but first, we see Naisa and Honoka are walking among the trees when they see Akane's truck is finally open for business. You call it a truck. It's like, it's literally a VW bus. Yeah, truck, van. It's it, it's definitely more of a van than a truck, but in my brain I said truck. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you about Akane's new setup. Because, like, it's got, yes. like, the curtains on the side and then... There's, like, tables and chairs and umbrellas set up everywhere. Um, yeah. And it's, like, kind of in a clearing. Is it stationary now, or does she, like, pack up all the tables and move? Hmm. If you might get an answer later, because I feel like Akane is going to be in this season a lot more because of Hikari. It's possible it might be. I feel like what I think is, is that she does pack it up and, like, move it to, like, different places. She's probably... We'll stay in the location for a while and then move to a different location. See, the only reason I was I, I was curious is because, like, I've been to places that are just like, this is a food truck, but this food truck does not move from this location ever. So, I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting if Akane went from, like, having a more, like, a more, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, not stationary. What's mobile? the opposite of stationary? Mobile. Mobile, yes. Mobile is the word. A mobile food truck slash fan. To a more stationary one. Nice also points out there's a lot more food items now on the list. And she's surprised. Because she was like, how will you take care of this just yourself? That was a weird way of saying that. Uh, uh, the guy is like, no, I have a partner to help out now. And she points up to Hikari, who is on top of the van. Hey, Hikari's like 11 years old. Yes. Yes, she is. She's... I'm pretty sure she's not allowed to work. <laughs> we don't know the labor laws of Japan. I'm pretty sure that she is not legally allowed to work. <laughs> I mean... I think that's a high school thing. I think you need to be at least in high school for that to even be, like, a, a questionable thing. Yeah, that's probably the case. I mean, the, uh... Takari shouldn't be helping out with the food thing. Like, I could understand if it's, like, you know, she's gonna help me, like, clean up and stuff or whatever, but, like, full-on being a waitress and helping cook or whatever, it's, like, mm. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Akari find Akane. I don't- I just combined, uh, Akane and Hikari's name by accident. Uh, no, Akane- introduces Hikari as her cousin. She does pause. She's like, this is my cousin. Yes, my cousin. She's living with me so she can go to school. Yes. Uh, And we get a last name for Hikari, which is Kujo? Yeah, it's the Jojo name. (laughs) Uh, Now, I was going to look this up, but I did not because I forgot. Uh, I was wondering if that was Akane's last name, or if this is just a last name that Hikari took from the ether. It is. I don't think it's Akane's last name. Huh. Where did she get this last name from? <laughs> she just she look at like a list of last uh, Japanese last names and be like, I like that one. That one. I'm gonna pick that one. Yeah. Akane's Akane's other name is Fujita. Hmm. I wonder where Hikari got the last name from. Hmm. Uh, the voice holder. Yeah. <laughs> The queen's like, oh, yeah, you need to have a last name. Okay. 
how, this is your last name now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Naisa orders some ice cream, and... Chocolate soft serve. Yeah. And Hikari brings it over to her, and they start talking about school, and then, then, God, I'm gonna, now Hikari's being added to the list of names I mix up. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, because I was already saying Hikari instead of Naisa. Did you miss me mixing up the characters, everyone? I didn't. <laughs> one day, one day I will get everyone's name correctly and I won't mess it up. Hikari doesn't have a dub name, so I couldn't give you a joke answer for that. <laughs> Nayisa starts to ask her, just like, no, real like, of laid up, you'd be like, hey, do you know the queen? But as she's about to ask Hikari about the queen, her ice cream, like, falls over and she, like, catches it in the cone again, but it gets, it's, like, destroyed. Uh, okay, sorry. I, I want to check. Actually, uh, Hikari is 13. Okay. So I was checking to see if she did somehow have a dub name. She doesn't. Yeah, I guess that makes sense if, if, uh, middle, well, okay. If middle school is, like, 7th, 8th, ninth. why would she be, shouldn't she be 12th? If she's in seventh grade, if she's a freshman in middle school, hmm. maybe she, maybe her, maybe her birthday happens in the in the season. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so she's probably about twelve now. Um, sorry, I just um, I just learned something about uh, another character. Um, I just want you to know that apparently we will not, will basically never be getting a name for the boy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For- uh, I think when we learn that is listed as in the epilogue. Huh. But for most of the series, he is not named, so he is usually referred to as the boy in the mansion. <laughs> Incredible. I can't believe this little kid just doesn't have a name. I mean, I know his name now. How could you look up spoilers, Cassidy? Because I, I was on the Hikari page and I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all right um anyways yeah then nagisa spills her ice cream but then catches it and then hikari has to leave yes uh we see nagisa and honoka on the riverbank talking about hikari again like who is she and meeple's like hey listen feed me <laughs> i gotta eat <laughs> i gotta eat so the thing is now like before when um meeple was being a picky eater that was just all handled, but now Nagisa has to wave her hand over the phone each time. Yeah. And that seems like a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Because at first he's uh, given Onagiri. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, that's not what I want. And then uh, he is given... An omelet. Um, yes, an omelet. And he's like, this is not enough. And she's like, fine, here, have a steak. Mm-hmm. He's like, yes, this is what I want. So let's eat. They immediately cut from that scene to the still on the riverbank, but this time they are still they are <laughs> they are searching for the hot chills. Uh, and we see that Seacoon is just sitting on Nagisa's shoulder. It's like you can't give up. Yeah, because Nagisa was just saying like, "Yeah, we can't even find Seacoon again." Yeah, and then she just shows up and is like, "Yeah, don't give up." Yeah. Uh, but now we get one of our new villains. Yes, this. Uh, I have described this man as what if Pissar did the fusion dance with Geki Drago. Oh. Huh. Yeah, because like, he's kind of like a big and buff 
and, but he has like really long blonde hair. Yeah, and like his features are like, what if you tuned Geki Drago down into a regular human being? <laughs> yeah, I can definitely see it. And he's got like his big cloak. Yeah. It's not a bad look. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a fan of this new man. I think he's fine. I think he's better than any of the last three we got. You know, yeah, you're right about that. He is better than them. I don't think he's still not as good as the original five, I think. I think I like more of their designs well, better. Here's the thing, is like if you told me this was part of the original five, I would have been like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can I yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like if you told me he was part of the three, I would see it too. No, he's got too much design happening. He's not just wearing a weird black singlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He says that the two of them are a sign that the queen is near. And hey- Uh, He doesn't say specifically. He just points at them and says that you are a sign that the queen is here. Um, Because they have a question about it later. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like, they're- I'm pretty sure he's pointing at the, the cures. Um, but later the cures are like, was he talking about Seekin? Yeah. He asks where the queen is. They refuse to answer, so he starts attacking them. And then it's transformation time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so you know, in my notes from now on, I've just referred to the villain as Guy. As <laughs> Guy? Yeah. Like he Guy Fieri. Guy. Oh my god. But mostly just because I needed to give him a name and I was already about to type the word guy. And I was like, let's just make that his name for now. I'm going to call him the blonde guy for now. Because he is blonde. He, is he has blonde. a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. His hair is pretty nice. You he know who like, else is blonde? Like- guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He is. Think about it. Uh, I will. I'll be thinking about it. <laughs> so he refuses to introduce himself to the pretty cures, and he summons a wax cicada uh, from the stones along the riverbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they this fight is very short because they start like attacking the wax cicada, and like they like like hit his like arms. Yeah, they they punch his arm off. <laughs> yeah, and like it grows back, and then. Kira Black starts to fight the bad guy as Kira White starts fighting Zakana, and she gets knocked back, and then Nysa flips back, and they immediately, like, the guy asks about the queen one more time, and they're like, we're not gonna tell you, even if we knew. They say, go bleach your roots, go bleach your roots, creep. And then they blast him with the marble screw max. Yeah. So th- this fight was really short. This is probably one of the shortest fights we've had in uh, Pretty Well, we had to get all of that stuff in about Hikari. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, we see a bunch of shadows start to head towards the mansion. Yeah, they're doing like the ninja jump thing that they like you see happen in other shows where like the camera's just moving really fast and things are just sort of like leaping from one point to the next. Yeah. And we see in the mansion that the little boy is asleep in the tall butler Zakana's arms until he wakes up and is like, oh, what does he say? He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. And they're like, who's coming? So they open the door. And the door just blasts open. Yeah. And darkness just flies into the kid. Yeah, there's four. He has four shadows now. It seems that there's going to be four bad guys, but for now we only see the blonde guy. Uh, hey, one of those shadows looks kind of like Iakubo. Yeah, the one with the pointy ears? Yeah. Hmm. 
Yikubo comes back. Yikubo too. Time. This time he's just Piccolo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the blonde guy is like, "Hey, we came here to become your power. We're here to guide you to the place you should be. First, we will show you how to extinguish the light from the world." Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun. Then we get back to the pretty curious who are still on the riverbank. Uh, the fairies are worried about the new bad guys. They're like, not sure exactly. Like, if they're also looking for the queen, that's not good. They gotta find so They gotta find her very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is when they're not sure if who he was talking about as the sign of the queen. They think it's maybe Wasikun. And we end the episode on Hakari standing on a hill looking at the sunsets. Mm-hmm. Could mean anything. She's mysterious. She is mysterious. Girls be mysterious. <laughs> and then, for next episode, Poland seems to know who this girl is too, or thinks that she's like, ah. Familiar. She's familiar. Familiar. Yeah. So, Poland's gonna run into the girl as well next episode. We're gonna get more Hikari. Girls be familiar. <laughs> Girls be familiar. <laughs> And that is our episode. You know, if we came up with, like, fake titles uh, to put, like, on our episodes, like, other podcast viewers, like, this is what we're calling this episode of our podcast, in <laughs> addition to whatever the title of the show is, um, yeah. I could maybe just do an entire season of just Girls Be Blank. <laughs> yes. First episode, Girls Be Ambitious. Second episode, Girls Be Mysterious. Third episode, Girls Be Familiar. <laughs> You should have me put that in the uh, episode description. <laughs> yeah, as long as I remember to do that. <laughs> Just make a note for yourself. Very good. But that's the episode. Yep. Hey, we've been recording for like an hour. <laughs> we sure have. <laughs> should I um, Should I do my bit that I was going to do? Or I mean, I'll, hmm, I'll leave it up to you. Well... <laughs> The last episode was like a regular episode length. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm thinking as our editor, how long do you think you'll talk for? Um, I don't know. It depends on how many quests. I, I could talk about it for a while or I could try to speed through it. Mm. I can try to speed through it. It'll be fine. I don't want to wait longer because I want to talk about it. All right. Talk about your fishing alien anime. Anime book report time. Uh, since the last episode, I have watched all of Tsuritama, um, that's T-S-U-R-I-T-A-M-A, uh, it's a fishing anime, um, but also there's aliens and mind control and the men in black and also a duck. (laughs) Um, so let me try to explain (laughs) this. Alright, uh, so there's this kid named Yuki, he's got bright red hair and he's got really bad social anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) like every he has to do public speaking and uh his brain just pictures him drowning um oh no and then he leaves and like while he's experiencing that his face just sort of like twists into like one of those demon masks kind of looks Mm. you know yeah uh anyways so he moves around a lot with his grandmother and they're moving to a new place enoshima uh and on the way someone (laughs) see this boy carrying a fishbowl on his head uh, sees him driving by and then 
It's like, hey, no, that's the guy. I need to go talk to that guy. <laughs> and long story short, he just talks to Yuki's grandmother, and uh, this boy's name is Haru. Uh, Haru is an alien, introduces himself as an alien, very goofy, and is like, hey, um, can I live here? <laughs> or no, he doesn't even say, can I live here? Like, she writes their names on a sign to put outside the, the house, and then he writes his name on it also. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dumb! <laughs> Haru has the ability, uh, because he's an alien, that if you get splashed with- if he splashes you with water, he can mind control you. Huh. Um, he stops doing this about, you know, pretty early on in the show because of consent stuff. That's good. Um, and then there's also, like, another school- uh, a classmate that they know who- te- Basically, Haru's like, hey, Yuki, I need you to learn how to go fishing, uh, so we can save the world. Interesting. Uh, and so they have to find someone to teach them how to fish, who is their classmate, Natsuki, also known as the Fishing Prince of Enoshima. Um, he's, you know, kind of like a cold person, but he warms up to them. <laughs> uh, and then, then there's a 25-year-old man uh, named Akira, who, uh, as part of this Men in Black thing, uh, Men in Black organization that I was talking about, the organization is called Duck. Oh, and when they say duck, they strike an arm pose that looks like a duck. That's incredible. Um, All members of duck wear, like, these turbans, and that leads to this uh, kind of frustrating thing. Like, I really love this show, but, like, the one thing that I wish it didn't do is that some characters just referred to Akira as, quote, Mr. Indian, end Mm. quote. His name is Akira. (laughs) Yeah. He is, like, the same skin tone as the main character. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I get what you said. Uh, anyways, he has a duck. The duck's name is Tapioca. He talks to the duck. The duck talks back. But you don't hear it because the, doc- the duck talks like a duck. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. He's keeping an eye on Haru because Haru is an alien. <laughs> At some point, despite being 25 years old, he ends up getting transferred into... He- Finds his way into that high school classroom as, like, a student. And it only really comes up, like, the once. Huh. He's also an experienced fisherman. Um, I have this... Of course. For the first part of the season, it's just a lot of chill, like, teaching these kids how to fish kind of time. You know, sort of dealing with interpersonal conflict and, like, having people grow as individuals. Um, and then the second half of the anime happens. <laughs> it's very exciting and fun. Uh, like I mentioned before, uh, they have to save the world. Do fishing. Yes. And they do. Uh, that's good. I'm glad they saved the world. Spoiler alert, they do They do survive. They do save the world. <laughs> <laughs> how, how bad would that be if the anime is just like... And they didn't succeed. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, it'd be pretty messed up considering what they're saving the world from. God, what are they saving the world from? Uh, well, you know how I said Haru's an alien that can control people's minds by making them wet? Yes. Um, what if that, but more powerful? Hmm. <laughs> okay. How does fishing stop that? Oh, because I de- didn't mention this, but, uh, I said Haru's an alien. He's also a fish. Okay, <laughs> that's not what I was expecting. That, that that doesn't come up until later, but we we see Haru's sister. Haru has a sister, by the way, also an alien, okay. um, named of Coco. Uh, 
most like before when I said Haru was carrying the fishbowl in the head, there's like a, a pink fish in it. The pink fish can telepathically talk to Haru whenever he's in water because the pink fish is his sister, Coco, who is also a human sometimes. Ah, okay. Huh. Uh, and there's like a bunch of fun side characters and just good times. I'm really glad that Yuki gets a l- starts coping with the social anxiety. Aww, it's a good time. It sounds like a wild anime. I... I can recommend it with the, with the, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Caveat? Yes, the caveat of, there's like two times in which people will refer to Akira as, quote, Mr. Indian. Mm, yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just a wild and fun time, and I love that. It also just like, looks good. I love the way it looks. The aesthetic. The intro is very good. If you want to know what this anime looks like, just go look at the Suratama intro. Um, and you'll get the vibes. You did show it to me. Yeah. It was a good opening. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll watch it. Maybe. I have to watch- I'm watching so many other animes. It's 12 episodes. (laughs) You should all go watch it. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. And I will- think about it in between all the other animes I am watching. I will try and fit it in there. I watch so many animes, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. But I I would say that our listeners should watch it. If you're out there. If people are listening, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I have proof people have talked to me about our podcast. Unless they're lying. I, but I wouldn't think that they are. They would never lie to me. Anyways. If you want to prove that you listen to our podcast, you can find us, you can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter, and if you want to find me, Charlie, and I don't know, say words at me or look at the stuff I'm retweeting. You can find me at Magical underscore Pride, and if you want to hear more of my voice, you can go listen to Otherware, Otherware Pod on Twitter, where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can go listen to Tabletop Roulette. I was on the Halloween episodes of that back in October. And I will be, by this point, the it has already happened. I already no. ran. The, oh yeah, at this point it's already happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah this point it has already happened. I've already ran the uh, Tabletop uh, Twitch. The, tabletop oh, Roulette like, Twitch stream of Monster Hearts. Monster Hearts, yes. Monster Hearts too. There's probably a VOD somewhere that you can go watch it if you missed it. Because if you didn't listen to the last episode, or you suddenly remembered listening to this episode, oh yeah, there was that thing that Charlie was going to do on Valentine's Day. You, there's probably a VOD up for it, maybe. I, I'm saying this now before that it has happened, so I don't know what's happening in the future, because I don't have future do you, sight. Do you think they're going to take the VOD and turn it into like a podcast episode? I'm not sure. I don't think so. The body I think the... <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> How much of this episode do you think is you laughing? Uh, what was he saying? I don't know. <laughs> oh 
wait, I don't <laughs> think it'll be made into a podcast episode because I think of the Twitch stream and the podcast are two separate parts of Tabletop Roulette. Mm-hmm. So, but there's probably... Well, this is the inaugural inaugural stream, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? There's no... Listen, at this point, there's probably an answer, but I can't see two weeks into the future, so... Uh, you're just gonna have to <laughs> look for yourself the answer. Yeah, there may or may not be a Vaudio available. <laughs> Alright, Cassidy, plug your stuff. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Um, I'm there. You can find the other <laughs> stuff that I do and have guessed it on on my website, at, which is at madlobotanist.neocities.org which is my Twitter handle.neocities.org. I think that's it. I think that's it for the podcast. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, Precure's back, baby. <laughs> Precure is back. So until next time. We need your help, Meepo. Popo. can't believe Akane just looked at this <sighs> young girl and was like, guess I'm adopting her. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a, um, it's like a Chibi Moon situation. You think Kakari kind of like, use mind powers on Akane? Not intentionally. It's possible. I was gonna make a reference to Suratama, um, <laughs> but you wouldn't have gotten that one, which is why I ended up going with Chibi Moon, which is also more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I'll save what I was going to say. Alright, I look forward to hearing it later. Well, it's just like, it's a very funny thing. I'm not sure, I might have told it to you already, um, but it's just like, it's kind of funny enough that I'll just save everyone I'm describing it.